Hi there, I am Ivone Campos Rojas in Santa Cruz de la Sierra, Bolivia. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mosena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Yes, my name is Moacir, but all my friends call me Mo, and you are my friend, so call me Mo if you wish. Today is Lesson 5 for Monday, January 29th. Today's title, At Death's Door. Ooh, who is willing to die here? Raise your hands. Nobody, huh? But we shall live forever in Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, shall we pray first? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the weekend. Thank you for your blessings for blessing us we know that we don't like talking about death and what happens uh, to the agony and the anticipation and the disease and suffering but we know that you are the one who comforts us comforts comforts us we remember when jesus in his very wonderful sermon on the mount he said blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. And one day, O oh Father, you will wipe away every tear of our eyes. We know that. But until that day, help us to be holding on close to you, no matter how close we are to death, to our, uh, because of our dear loved ones or because of our own death coming. Father, we shall not fear because we are precious stones that are being prepared to be working, presented to you in heaven. Oh Lord, the trials of life are so hard and so uh, difficult for us to take, but you are our glory. You are our hope. You have paid the ransom for us. We shall not be afraid. So no matter what goes through and comes our way, help us to hold on to you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So we're invited to open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it, move it, move, 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 move it. Open our Bibles to the book of Psalms, of course. We're going to be reading some verses from this book. Now I'm getting the gist. Now we are in lesson five. I'm getting the gist because when um, initially, when before we started our study, I thought that we were going to go more in depth into some of the Psalms. But we are getting more thematic ideas. So we've already talked about different aspects of God's majesty, God's power, God's uh, mercy and forgiveness. And this week we are finding out about the, the hard trials, the tribulations, the problems that we have in this world. And how can we still find a, a song in our heart? That's why the title for this week's lesson is Singing the Lord's Song in a Strange Land, in a Foreign Land. I like to say foreign. <laughs> But uh, the, the, that's the idea. We, we are learning to, to survive despite everything that the enemy does to destroy us. But we shall not be crushed because God is on our side. Oh, Father. So open our Bibles there. The question is, what experiences do these texts describe? And what can you relate to what is said here? Can you find any... Uh, can you relate to what is written there? Take a piece of paper, a pen, a pencil, write it down, you know. That's what about studying. It's not just reading, finished. No, 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 no. It's about studying, meditating, ruminating, as the author of this lesson likes to say, that we may be able to understand God's love for us. Oh, even if we are at death's door, 
we shall not fear. Oh, Father, such a blessed assurance, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. So I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Psalm 41, verses 1 through 4. Psalm 41, for the director of music, a psalm of David. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desires of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sick bed and restores them from their bed of illness. I said, have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. Psalm 88, 3 through 12. I am overwhelmed with troubles and my life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I am set apart with the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depth. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with your waves. You have taken from me my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave, your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness? Are your righteous deeds in the land of, the oblivion, of oblivion? Psalm 102, verses 3 through 5. For my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. In my distress, I groan aloud and am reduced to skin and bones. Psalm 102, verse 11. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. Psalm 102, verses 23 and 24. In the course of my life, he broke my strength. He cut short my days. So I said, do not take me away, my God. In the midst of my days, your ears go on through all generations. Wow. What experiences do these texts describe? Yeah. Our own fear of death or approaching death or our loved ones approaching death. What hurts us more? To know that we're dying or to know that a loved one, a dear loved one is dying. Oh, Father, oh, we are such limited human beings. We are so finite, but you are infinite and eternal. Now, um, this, the, these thoughts go, um, take me to sweet Dilma, who is in mourning and grief for her mother. My brother passed away in November, back in November last year. So everything is very raw, very recent. But we have the comfort that comes from the Lord. His Spirit guides and comforts us. So I hope that you can learn and share it with me as well. These prayers for salvation from illness and death demonstrate that God's children are not exempt from the sufferings of the world. The Psalms reveal the Psalmist's terrible afflictions. He is without strength, withering like grass, unable to eat, set apart with the dead, lying like the slain in the grave repulsive to his friends, suffering and in despair. His bones cling to his skin. And just a note for, for those of you learning English as a second foreign language, so notice the pronunciation here of this, at the end of this paragraph. 
his bones cling to his skin. So it's not many Brazilians and other um, speakers of Latin languages, they kind of, we don't have the word starting with two consonants. So we find it very difficult when it starts with S and K or any other consonant. We, we tend to put a vowel sound before. So we say E-skin, but it's not E-skin, it's skin, skin. So his skin. So you unite the two words, you merge them. So the two S's, they get together. His skin, that's it. His bones cling to his skin. Very good, Amalia. Great, yeah. These steps of pronunciation, just to help you uh, better pronounce and also to better understand people when they are speaking. That's the, that's the idea. Many Psalms assume the Lord has permitted the trouble because of Israel's disobedience. The psalmist recognized that sin can bring sickness. Therefore, he refers to the forgiveness that comes before healing. However, some Psalms, such as Psalm 88, Psalm 102, acknowledge that the innocent suffering of God's people is a fact of life no matter how hard to understand. Now, that's quite interesting because uh, there are these two lines, a consequence of our sins, and no matter if we are perfect and we don't commit any sin, there is going to be suffering anyway. <laughs> oh, mercy, Father. Now, the lesson continues. Focus, Mo, focus. In Psalm 88, God is charged with bringing the psalmist to the verge of death. Notice, however, that even when the most daring complaints are uttered, the lament is clearly an act of faith, for if the Lord is in his sovereignty allow trouble, he could restore the well-being of his child. Amen. At the grave threshold, the psalmist remembers God's wonders, loving kindness, faithfulness, and righteousness. Despite his sense of being stricken by God, the psalmist clings to God. Although he suffers, he does not deny, deny God's love and knows that God is his only salvation. These appeals show that the psalmist knows not only suffering, but also has an intimate knowledge of God's grace and that the two do not necessarily exclude each other. In short, both God's permitting of suffering and his deliverance are demonstrations of his ultimate sovereignty. Knowing that God is in control inspires hope. When we read Psalm 88 in the light of Christ's suffering, yes, we are awed by the depths of his love in which he was willing to pass through death's door for the sake of humanity yes oh such love such love yeah well uh shall we read some we've already reached 10 minutes but shall we read psalm 88 as it's the focus today i think we should so go for it my friends psalm 88 a song a psalm of the sons of korah for the director of music, according to Mahalath Leonov, a muscle of He-Man, the Israelite, Ezrahite. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night I cry to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I am overwhelmed with troubles and my life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I am set apart with the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with your, all your waves. You have taken from me my closest friends and have made repulsive to them. I am confined 
and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave, your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the places of darkness or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? For my youth, I have suffered and been close to death. I have borne your terrors and am in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long, they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. You have taken from me friend and neighbor. Darkness is my closest friend. Wow, isn't it mind-blowing? And still, I trust and ask for your help, for your deliverance. Oh, Father. Final question. Think about Jesus on the cross and what he suffered because of sin. How should the reality that God in Christ suffered even worse than any of us help us keep faith even amid times of suffering and trial? Fantastic lesson. Well, my friends, this is the end of lesson five for, uh, that's lesson five for Monday, January 29th. For more information, please feel free to get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes in Ask. Tell friends about our podcast. It's available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars. Thank you, my friends, for taking the time to answer our survey. And thank you very much for your prayers. Pray for us. Pray with us. And shine on. And never lose hope. God loves you.